Coming up next on the Passionately Married Podcast. Different parts of life, things mean different things, right? Right. And and one of the things we have to do is recognize the importance of adjusting to how things are, mm-hmm. right? Because when you live according to how things work, rather than how you want them to be, mm-hmm. relationships in life, I think, become more productive and gratifying. Another way of saying this is... How often do things not go my way and I yell at the wind rather than adjust my sails? Welcome to our new digs. Excited to be here. And the Passionately Married Podcast. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm Dr. Corey Allen and alongside my wife, uh, we are going to continue to explore the wisdom and skills of some of the smartest relationship minds out there. And we want to have in-depth conversations that explore topics that every life and relationship are going to face. Mm-hmm. And we want to offer conversation starters and actions that you can take that will propel your life and your marriage forward. Because now that we're going under, as 2023 has now hit and it's passionately married, is our content and the show and the site. So there's been an overhaul yeah, of, yeah. of a lot of things. So, You've been working really, really hard. So come find us, passionatelymarried.net. Uh, and then also as part of this shift and pivot we're making, um, the network or the platform we have, mm-hmm. uh, is it's shifted as well and mm-hmm. already an influx of people. So welcome to the That's people that fun. have found the nation. And there are, we're also heading to uh, all of the social medias, if you will, with uh, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. We've already been on YouTube, but we're going to have more video uh, mm-hmm. shows starting to come out on YouTube in the future. Okay. And you can find them on any of those platforms just with the words passionately married. All together, one word, lowercase. Those words as one word. Awesome. I English well in 2023, apparently. I like it. Well, if you're new to the show, and let's face it, everybody's new to this version of the show. Mm -hmm. Um, One of the best ways you can tell your friends about Passionately Married is our episode starter packs. The collections of our favorite episodes organized by topic. And they will help you get a taste of everything we do. So go to passionatelymarried.net forward slash starter. And you can jump in, catch up, or spread the word. And if you got some feedback and you want us to talk about it or find somebody that, or expand more, um, this is listener-driven radio still, just like it mm-hmm. was for the 11 years we've been on the air thus mm-hmm. far. Uh, let us know by giving us a call, 214-702-9565, and mark this. Email us, feedback at passionatelymarried.net. <sighs> All right. The new email. It's going to be hard. It, that doesn't roll off the it tongue yet. It, yeah. After 11, 11 years, 604 episodes with the old email, it's a, it'll take some time. And actually, those of you that want to keep track, how many times <laughs> do we say the wrong thing? Because right. it, could, it could happen. <laughs> well, coming up on today's regular free version of the Passionately Married podcast, uh, Pam and I are having a conversation about uh, what does it take to create a life and a marriage fully alive? What are the aspects? Because Mm -hmm. 2023 is a great opportunity to look forward and plan and shift and adjust. Mm -hmm. And that's what we want to just help people refine and tweak. How do you create vibrant lives Mm -hmm. that encompasses all aspects of our life and marriage? Mm -hmm. And on the extended version of the show today, um, we are going to dive into something we've done for years now, which Mm -hmm. is the three words that we got from Chris Brogan is the idea. So rather than a New Year's resolution, what if you do three words? Set the stage for for what your 
wanting to focus on so for a if, year. So if yeah. you want the extended content, you can join us uh, where the conversations go deeper, longer, and there are no ads. You can subscribe at passionatelymarried.net forward slash academy. Also note the different addresses. Uh, everything should forward just by way of anything you're trying to find in the old. It'll it'll mm-hmm. redirect to the new, but that's how you can find us and join in the conversation because we'd love for you to share your three words after you hear uh, the extended content. Mm-hmm. So all that's coming up on today's show. I believe there's a lot of times where we look at life as it's evolved and we wonder, where did some things go? And I think this particularly happens with marriage and particularly happens with our sex lives too. Okay. Where did some things go? Right, fill like fill some, me in like on an example. Where, where'd the energy go? Where'd the vibrancy go? Where'd the desire go? Where'd mm. the the stage of where we couldn't keep our hands off each other. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just, I used to have this vigor mm-hmm. with life or our relationship and we couldn't mm-hmm. wait to be with each other. And now you look and you go, man, I don't know if I even feel anything like I did before. And mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know if that necessarily is a bad thing in the sense of we can label it as bad, but I think it's also important to recognize it's an evolution of things. There is an evolution of things. That's been really poignant to me over the last how so? year or two. Just thinking of aging parents and how we're seeing things change for them and how that dynamic differs. Even just the little things like what does the Christmas time and the holidays mean to you? Right. Um, when you don't have the little ones at home or it's family that's far away or you've lost a spouse. Right. And, 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 Different parts of life, things mean different things, right? Right. And and one of the things we have to do is recognize the importance of adjusting to how things are, mm-hmm. right? Because when you live according to how things work rather than how you want them to be, mm-hmm. relationships in life, I think, become more productive and gratifying. Another way of saying this is... How often do things not go my way and I yell at the wind rather than adjust my sails? Right. Because there are some constants in life and there are some constants in relationships that are just dynamics. What has shaped our dialogues on on this show for over 11 years now is talking about the natural dynamics that occur in every relationship and in every life. Mm -hmm. That's what we want to keep doing and we'll continue to keep doing. Mm Mm-hmm. Because nuances and subtleties matter, mm-hmm. but some consistencies will just be there. Right. Namely, marriage is designed to help you grow up. Mm. Life requires you face, facing it head on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's just yeah. some truths, like gravity. There's just <laughs> truths. It's true. <laughs> it just It's just there. <laughs> right? Yeah. So I think we need to look at, just as we start this whole pivot that we've got going on. I think we want, I want to look at what does it take to create a life in a marriage that's fully alive? Mm-hmm. What are some aspects? Because I think there's some ingredients that are in, are necessary for it. I would agree. Right? Because it's easy to see it in the, through the, the lens of what used to be and what I wish it was and the idealized or the, the nostalgic. That feels like you're chasing something that you're, is just unattainable. Exactly, because what what happens about with the nostalgia is you're not the same person that's remembering what once was. And don't we twist our memories? <laughs> I mean, they can be As, twisted for the better uh, and for the if worse. If there is one thing that is fallible, is it, it is our memory. Mine, for sure. 
Well, uh, everybody. I mean, <laughs> I mean, there's all kinds of data out there. M- Malcolm Gladwell has a book on it that is so fantastic yeah. of that when things don't go right, we have time slice memory gaps. We mm-hmm. have, I mean, he, even, he even referenced a study of what happened when the Twin Towers went down and had people write down mm. where they were the day it happened. And they wrote it in their own handwriting. And then they came back, the study came back to them a year later, five years later, and 10 years later. And over 50% of them, if I'm remembering right, um, did not remember it as, a, as they wrote down. And one of them actually said, I know this is my handwriting, but that's not true. Oh, interesting. They were so convinced that their memory had, and what it and was even today. even you, you're saying even 50%, if I'm remembering it right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Nicely played. Yeah. It, yeah. But there are some dynamics that matter mm-hmm. because they're just universal and relational systems. Mm-hmm. And so I want to set the stage with that and then give the three ingredients Perfect. that are important, I think, for helping create vibrant lives Perfect. and passionate lives, if you will. So one is um, two people in a relationship create a system. That should be a no-brainer, right? Like okay. and, and systems operate according to a set, sets of rules. Okay. And, and dynamics. And by system, you mean they create a system of here's how we do things as a couple. Right. Yeah. And okay. um, this is also, I think you can think of it as like the three-legged stool, that it's you and I and then this relationship that we create. Mm, okay. And it's implemented by uh, and influenced by our presence as well as it influences us. One of the dynamics I believe really strongly in is we don't work on our marriage. Our marriage works more on us. Mm. Yeah. And so those are just some practical frames to use as part of our dialogue. And one of the things that happens is in a new system, we can so easily become fused. Where I cease to exist as much as an individual and you cease to exist as much of an an individual. And we start to become this one brain, this one being think, if you will. Yeah, which... So I think so many think of, well, aren't we supposed to become one, right? It says the two shall become one. Right. So where is the line of, oh, well, we're supposed to be one, but now we're fused and I don't have my own brain that I can think with. So... On, on the spiritual side of things, which this is referencing scriptures for those that may not be familiar with what my wife is discussing right now. Yeah, but uh, a lot of our uh, listeners are in that Most people will be that listen to the show. Arena. Uh, so there's a scripture that talks about the two shall become one. Mm-hmm. And I think there's an, I think, I think a lot of scriptures are references to things, not specific prescriptions of things. Because mm-hmm. you don't cease to exist as an individual when you say, I do. Right. You're still your own person. Um, you gave up your name. I did. When you came on board with this party. Yeah. <laughs> almost 30 years ago. Became an Allen, yes. You didn't cease to exist to be a member of the Hogue family, though. Mm-mm. You still are a member of the Hogue family. Mm-hmm. We actually celebrated with a lot of, a, a bunch of the Hogue family for your birthday at, mm-hmm. on New Year's Eve. Mm-hmm. So it's it's recognizing, I think there's a that's a reference to the two shall make one, as in children, Two people create one person. Mm-hmm. I think there's also some spiritual, absolutely some spiritual implications here of there's some oneness of the knowing and being known, which is intimacy. Mm-hmm. But I still believe, because I, I also, on a just quick little macro level, and then I'm going to move on to keep it getting into the ingredients more too of, of the show, mm-hmm. that 
um, I believe the model for marriage comes from the Trinity, the mm. Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Mm. Okay. They are three beings, but one. Mm. I think that's a great metaphor and picture mm-hmm. of marriage, that we are two people that also create one thing. Yeah. Right? And so that influence matters because I can fight it in trying to get you to change to make my world better, or you can fight it and try to make me to change to make your world better. But some of those things are completely out of our control. And so we're just yelling at the wind more than we are really addressing anything. Gotcha. Right? So in a fused relationship, our options are limited on how I can actually create a sustainable, vibrant life because you are a necessity for my life in that, in that instance. Does that make sense? Yeah, I'm following you on that. Okay. I'm following and you so on that. And so some of the phrases that I think people come across, this is what I've heard. I've even said these at times. Uh, or If I'm living more of a fused mindset is because you're my son, you should always be there to listen to my problems or do as I say. Right? Because you're an ally of mine and you're my flesh and blood, so therefore you should act accordingly. Okay. Or if you're early in a relationship, because you're my boyfriend, you should always answer the phone when I call. Because you're my girlfriend, you should never talk to other men. Um, because you're my husband, you should want to be around me as much as I want to be around you. And obviously we can swap genders mm-hmm. and quantifiers on this easily. Because you're my wife, you should want to have as much sex as I and as often as I want to have it with you. Because Because a clean house is important to me, it should be just as important to you. And on and on and on, we can do these things. Yeah. Right? Those are fused-based mindsets. Okay. Of because this is what I want, you should want it too. Rather than facing the fact you are a separate person. Mm-hmm. I am a separate person. And so what the goal is, we want to reach the point of having a mature cooperative relationship. Right? Okay. And, and the idea there is, I'm assuming that we understand that not everything is going to be desired exactly the same. Exactly. Whether it be a clean house or the amount of sex or whatever the case may be. Right. And again, this is where we start to trip ourselves up so easily is because we can get caught in this mindset that, well, you don't even desire it the way I want. Rather than why don't I really look at the behaviors, the actions, Mm -hmm. not the thoughts and feelings. Mm -hmm. Right. Because if, if we're too fused, I get totally disrupted by your thoughts your feelings. I take them personal mm-hmm. rather than, okay, wait, do you work toward, are we working towards a common goal in some ways? Yeah. Well then, yeah. Is it, I'm, am I totally devastated because you don't want the same common goal that I want to the level I want it? No, I don't need to be at that point. No. So moving towards getting a cooperative relationship actually I think would lighten our load. It creates a life that is lighter in a good marriage. I would agree. Right? And so yeah. the way I love this framework is in a lot of it came from Dr. Glover and it's the idea of creating a great cake of life. This is great phraseology. I love this right? part. Yeah. Because too often what we will do is we think our relationships are the primary component of our cake of life. Mm-hmm. Rather than a great cake of life comes from our life is the cake the relationship is the icing on the cake. Mm-hmm. 
the most satisfying components of the cake, and everybody's going to differ with me on this one, but the most satisfying, sustainable component of a cake, even though we're not talking about really wanting to live for a long time if all we ate was cake, <laughs> right. is the cake itself, Yeah, not the frosting. The frosting never fills you up. Mm. It just gives you a sugar overload. <laughs> right. <laughs> Until you crash. Which can be enjoyable for a temporarily... <laughs> Maybe so, but it's it, the point is how we don't do we want temporary though because no, that's this not is, passion. This that's is not one a of those, full life. This is one of those things of seeing it as the way life works means I have to look at it for the long haul, mm -hmm. not for the short moments, mm -hmm. because the short lived thing may be pleasurable and feel real vibrant, but is it sustainable? That's the point of creating something bigger and beyond ourselves, and so. There are three different things that are foundations for a great life and a great marriage. Okay. Okay. They are regular, strenuous exercise. Okay. Good, same-sex friends or same-gendered friends. Yep. And then the last one is passion. Okay. Which is a little harder to define, potentially, than the first two. I, th I think there's variances in there. Absolutely. Because we get into what does it even really mean? And so we'll talk about that when we start unpacking these fully. Okay. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Pam, I can't speak for you completely, but I know we would not be where we are today were it not for the help of good therapists along the way. Oh, that's for sure. Yeah. Because when we're not at our best or we don't do things great or when we uh, can really mess things up, um, it, can, it can really bog you down or make you feel overwhelmed and you just don't show up the way you want to. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And a good therapist can help you get the best version of you. That's right. Because I know my world got jump-started with the help of good therapy mm -hmm. uh, when things were really pretty dire for us relationally, mm -hmm. for sure. Individually and as a couple. So if you're thinking of giving a therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. It's convenient, flexible, affordable, because it's entirely online. All you got to do is fill out a brief questionnaire and get matched with a licensed therapist. You can also switch therapists anytime at no additional charge if things don't work out because the relationship matters, just like today's show. Mm -hmm. Relationship matters. So if you want a more empowered life, therapy can help get you there. Visit betterhelp.com slash passionate. Note the new code word that we're using now that we've pivoted as well. And you get 10% off on your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash passionate. And this is, again, like I've always said, this is one therapist recommending other therapists because good help, everybody can benefit from it. And BetterHelp is a fantastic option. So let's dive into each of the, each of the components. Uh, the first is regular strenuous exercise. This is one that I think is recognized across the globe in a lot of ways that the importance of us as human beings need to watch out for and constantly be diligent about how are we handling our bodies? How are we, how are we molding, shaping, mm -hmm. and looking out for our health? Yeah. And exercise is absolutely one of those that's vital to it. Yeah. Yeah. Whether you do it just as part of your day-to-day -day job or you've got to be intentional about getting it if health is key, right? Absolutely. We don't realize how lucky we are with health until it is taken from us. 
Yes. Yeah. I, so be and, proactive. And even when, uh, th- this is a quick little aside, because what just came into my mind when you were talking about this is a conversation with Gary Thomas on his episode of Building a Fortress with Your Marriage. Mm. And his phrase in there, which I absolutely love, was even if I am at a point in my life because health has been impacted, mm-hmm. disease, tra- you know, trauma, mm-hmm. age, whatever it is, and I'm only capable of doing 40% of what I once was capable of doing, physically speaking, I still can do 100% of that 40%. Mm-hmm. And our mindset about that matters. Good point. Right? So regular strenuous exercise is important because we have evolved as a society where to, to be alive and sustaining, we often don't have to have as hard of work days for a majority of our population. Yeah. Right? Yeah. We're not out hunting and farming day in and day out just to survive. No. We no. have no idea what it takes or what it took our ancestors because all we do is, cry, is drive to Kroger. <laughs> Yes, everyone in my groceries pretty much is from Kroger. <laughs> so, and so, my work day is behind a desk. Right. I, I, we're, you and, and we're not alone in that with people that are listening to the show. For Absolutely. The most part. And so it's important, I think, that we are one of the things to look at to create a great kick of life is strenuous exercise three to four times a week. And I emphasize the word strenuous here mm. something that builds up a sweat, that gets the heart rate up, that taxes your muscles. Because the recreating and the rebuilding from as it's restoring enhances your life. Yeah. And this is not about getting ripped necessarily. This is just about using your body well and keeping it in the best shape you can. Yeah. I think any, uh, well, I'll speak for myself, but come on, people that are listening. You tell me, someone call me and tell me if you've started a workout program and you didn't realize how good it was. I don't care if your muscles hurt. That's just part of it. And I, I call that the good hurt. Right. Uh, because you know you're doing something good. But my mindset is always so much better. I, I think clearer. I am a m- more positive person right. to be around right. when I'm doing that. I, it, there's so many positive side benefits. Yeah. And the, because this is, and then this, look at the way we're, thought, we're framing this today, Pam. This is, I get the benefit of that for myself. But who else benefits from it? Everybody around me. Right. Your relationship benefits from it. Mm-hmm. So regular strenuous exercise is a, is a major component of, of an ingredient. Mm-hmm. Another is good same-sex friends. And this is important because I think too often we either live lonely existences where we're isolated and our, and our real friend yeah. is our spouse. Yeah which sets up a scenario that's suffocating for one or both of you. Mm-hmm. Because again, you, you fall back to that fused mindset we were talking about earlier mm-hmm. of, I expect you to collaborate, interact with, be my friend, be all, all these components when it puts too much weight on one person's shoulders. Yeah. And it's, and it really isn't, well, I'll put it this way. My best friend lives well, she lives in the States now, right. but she's lived in multiple <laughs> different countries for years. And that it doesn't hinder anything. You've got WhatsApp, you've got it's great um, technology you know, that we can Google use chat today. and all yep. kinds of things now that, I mean, we can video talk and, and stay up to date on 
what's going on. We've did Bible studies remotely mm-hmm. and it, it can be done. You just have to actually you have to, make it happen. You have to be intentional about it. it, but you also need to be able to see the importance of it. You do. Because this is about the... This is about cultivating relationships that I would term them as 3 a.m. friends. Yeah. Right? And this is where churches can come in well for Mm -hmm. this, of the body we can have, uh, the the relationship we can have with the body of Christ, with with the church. It's huge. But the the 3 a.m. friend you're referring to, something goes wrong in the middle of the night, they're the ones that are going to pick up your call in the middle of the night. And they would be there to watch your kids because you need to run... And take care of something, get somebody to the hospital or meet right. something. You know, they're, they're those kinds of allies right. and they're that important. But there's also an importance of recognizing we need to be around our own kind because that's what enhances our own growth. It, it almost perpetuates it in some instances mm-hmm. because, you know, I'm not real well versed in a lot, in, sometimes in woman speak even having been married to you for almost 30 years now. Mm-hmm. Sure. But I can see a guy starting to spin some web of conversation and go, really, dude? <laughs> right? Because you can kind of sense it because it's your own. And I know I do that and I'm capable of that. And so I can spot it. Yeah. I can't spot it in a woman as easily as I can another man. Okay. And I'm going to speculate yours could be similar in the sense that you could maybe spot that in a woman more than you could a man. Yeah, I may not be as sensitive on the tongue is maybe my friends might want me to be, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> fair, fair enough. But I just call it like I see it. But the importance of it is, is that challenge that we need to be our own among our own kind, because that's what challenges in the man's the most of us. Yeah. That's the iron sharpens iron. Iron mindset. sharpens iron. Yes. That and is and that is a huge thing because too often we can still get caught in as Dr. Glover would refer to it as sometimes a wife can get caught in. She wants her husband to be a girlfriend with a penis. Mm-hmm. And we just are not wired the same way. Yeah. Yeah. Throw back to old episodes about your spouse isn't your best friend. Mm-hmm. Right. We've had that mm-hmm. before, but you're, I think that's a good point that, Sometimes we don't even recognize the need for having that type of relationship, a same gender. And they're um, difficult to cultivate sometimes. Friendship, yeah. Because of the mobility of our world, mm-hmm. that right when you get a relationship started, it's harder if they you move. don't run into them quite a bit. You have mm-hmm. to be a lot more intentional then. And so that's where it's recognizing, okay, who do I have that's in my corner? And I really think it's, for a lot of instances, I use, for me personally, I use Jesus' disciple model that he had 12, and within the 12, he had three, and within mm. the three, he had one. Yeah. And there's levels of depth as you get smaller in number. Yeah. So it's just looking at that and being making that a priority. And then the third ingredient is passion. And mm. the framework I think of this, you were talking about how do you define it? Mm-hmm. I think of it as there's an energy, there's a responsibility, there's a respect for things I have to do in life that are required for sustaining life? Am I passionate about it or not? Can I bring that? This is where Mike Rowe's article he wrote on Facebook, uh, Mike Rowe being the dirty job guys, if people aren't sure. Right, who we're yeah. talking about for Look a second. him up because he's awesome to listen to. Yes, um, but he had a, a article on Facebook, a post that went viral because he was going against the Hollywoodization message of follow your passion. Okay. Rather, and because what he recognized in the 
tour of working with people in the Dirty Jobs show was every one of them brought their passion with them. Right. And it was because this job needed to be done and I'm going to do it well. That's passion. Right. There's, there's a yeah. respect that's brought to it. Yeah. That's passion. A work ethic and a, an understanding of when I, if I can understand the benefit, what I'm doing brings, well, I guess it's not even that I'm, I, well, that's, the, but it, this it is doesn't where even you, necessarily have to be the benefit my work brings. It's what good am I doing for my family? Am I being a good steward of the gifting or exactly, the role I play? Exactly. That, that, that fits. But I think there's also a deeper meaning that passion is not necessarily a feeling mm. like love's not necessarily a feeling. True. It's a bigger, broader concept. Mm-hmm. The commitment's a part of it. Choice, action's a part of it. All of that. And passion's the same thing. And so the nuances of how this has played out in my life, I'll just use this as the example. Um, going back to my family of origin, I'm somewhat lightheartedly here saying, I think I was conceived in, I think mom and dad got together and said, we need to have a son because we need somebody to mow the lawn and unload the dishwasher. Oh, and change the and channel. And change the channel on, on the TV, TV before the remotes, remote controls came out. Yeah, because <laughs> I, I would be sitting right next to one of my parents. Hey, turn it to channel five. And I'd look at him like, we're sitting right beside each other. Why do I need to do it? You, you do it. You know, <laughs> like, all right. But to this day, when the light on the dishwasher says clean, there's still a part of me that's like, <sighs> it's a gut punch. Because that was my role. That was my job. Anytime the dishwasher was clean, my job was to get it unloaded. Okay. So how have I d- addressed that? Well, mm. we had kids so that now they can unload the dishwasher, <laughs> which that's kind of become, maybe we're passing, maybe I'm passing along the family trait here. But what we did when they were little is I turned it into a game. Because one did. of the things I have found mm-hmm. in my life that creates passion for me is make things fun. Make things enjoyable mm-hmm. for myself. Mm-hmm. Oh, maybe for other people it. around me, but for myself for sure. So when the kids were little, and they would start helping. And even I've done this now with our high school senior. Mm-hmm. I need to do this with our sophomore uh, just because it'd be fun to test it out with him again too. But we turned it into, okay, how fast can we unload the dishwasher without breaking anything? Ready? Go. Go. And we just had this fun. We turn on some music and do it real quick. And kind of then before we know it, we're laughing and then it's also done. Right. And that's, that's bringing passion. Yeah. yeah that's all is. that is. It's what's my orienting towards what I'm doing with my time, what I'm doing with my energy, what I'm doing with my skills. I think it's a recognition of, well, these are things that have to get done anyway, mm-hmm. right? And and there's a mindset that goes behind these things we do in life. And how do we realize if I come at this without passion, mm-hmm. without, um, well, with a bad attitude, it makes everything else just drive Our attitude down predetermines our experience. Yeah. Yeah. And so if you can look at it as, okay, what if I start to look at, there are just aspects of the way things are. These are how things work. Yeah. Not how I wish they were. These are how things work. So if I can look at it that way, maybe I can start to look at the ingredients better, which is regular strenuous exercise. We can all do that. This is the time of year. A lot of gyms, memberships skyrocket. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. I'm getting to the, well, all right, well, Stick to it because what you'll recognize is a different vibrancy and energy is going to come from it. Mm -hmm. You'll feel better. Your relationship will likely be better too. And in six months from now, let us know if it's not. True. 
True. Because I'm going to be willing to bet a majority of you, it would it would be. At that well, point. and our step number one is you. Are you mm-hmm. better? Because you can't escape the relationship with yourself, mm-hmm. and that matters. Second is same good same sex friends. Cultivate some friendships. Take them deeper. Spend some time. Be intentional. Reach Should out. Start with one. And if you need some, my.passionatelymarried.net platform. There's a whole group of people that are on the nation's platform interacting and and conversing a lot. Yeah. That's a start yeah. of put some stuff out there and see what happens. Because those are obviously like-minded people that are out here searching Absolutely. for the same thing at Join this point. Join the academy. Great way to find more people and give, go even more in depth. Mm-hmm. And then the last one is whatever you do, bring your passion with you. Mm-hmm. Do it passionately. That's part of the reason why we named the podcast this way. Mm-hmm. Passionately married. Mm-hmm. It's an action. I'm passionately doing things. Yeah. So join us on this journey and let us know how it goes. I don't know if I can speak for you, Pam, but I love um, new things like pivots mm-hmm. and, and new exciting. energies that come from it. I mean, yeah. 2023, there's always this element of, ooh, hey, this is all, it, it's all new. It's, it all can change. Shiny, right? shiny, shiny. That's a whole different thing. Of new, shiny, <laughs> okay, shiny. Okay. I, I do like new, shiny, shiny too, but... <laughs> But being able to see it as I'm like launching out into new chart, uncharted waters yeah, or trying something different, yeah, which is what's going on here with Passionately Married Podcast, right? Mm-hmm. That We're shifting it to just a different title, same show, but heading towards what's the great unknown now? Mm-hmm. What can become of this? Mm-hmm. What, what can we do? And the three words, I love the three words you got mm. that, that, you're, that you're using this year. And I love the fact that our kids have come up with them yes. and are sharing theirs. Yeah, yeah. And there's already conversations going on on the platform Yeah. of what are your three words and letting people share them, letting people jump in and chart their course forward mm-hmm. to have a life that's vibrant and alive. If you like the show, you can help us out by rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and or however you listen, because your comments help spread the word about the show and they can help others. And so five-star reviews help us climb the charts. And this is a personal plea from Pam and I both that we shifted categories with the, with where we are now listed in mm-hmm. Apple Podcasts. And so we got to climb the charts. It's a mountain we're climbing, and with your help, we're going to climb it together. Mm-hmm. So if you like us, let us know. If we miss something, let us know. Because we want to just continue to help impact relationships and create vibrant lives and sex lives well into 2023 and beyond. Absolutely. Well, transcripts are available on each of the show notes of, of each, each episode's page. And all our advertisers' deals and discounts are also on each of the episode's pages at passionatelymarried.net. Please consider supporting those who support the show. Greatest compliment you can give us is to live your life boldly and passionately and share that with those that you live with. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.